We are here in Wellman, Iowa, as Western Drugs presents uh, playoff baseball for the Wilton Beavers. We're here with Coach Gerardo. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, we got a beautiful day. Uh, there's a hard-fought game uh, uh, going on right now between uh, uh, Durant and West Liberty, huh? Yep. Uh, the winner of our game will play the winner of this one, so it's obviously of interest to us in Mid-Prairie, so hopefully, you know, you see what they use for pitching and who comes out on top. Well, uh, there's a lot of parking here, and there's a lot of people here. It's going to be a big crowd. Uh, do your kids like playing in front of big crowds and big moments? Yeah, obviously, kids always want to play in front of crowds. And, you know, the playoff time is more more special, and the crowds get bigger as you advance on each round. The crowds get bigger, and it's you know, obviously special for the kids to have crowds to play in front of here, and that's what's special about Iowa baseball. Well, it's July 5th. Yesterday being July 4th, they pushed this game back. That helped your, your pitching situation out a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously we have everybody available for tonight, so we're fully staffed as we uh, go into this game. So hopefully, you know, we can we can use who we feel fit in the situations, and we have no limitations today. Well, uh, uh, we're going up against uh, uh, the number one team in the state, apparently. Uh, uh, they got promoted this week. <laughs> uh, who are you going to throw? Uh, we'll start with uh, Drew Keith on the mound tonight. He's had success against him last time. Uh, and, you know, Kane Willie's been a workhorse for us out of the bullpen. A uh, lefty freshman that comes in, does an outstanding job. And then you got Landon Putman, Ben Garvin, and, you know, whoever else we might need in certain situations. you got the whole staffs available tonight, huh? Yep. Well, uh, uh, who do you have you, you like in, a, in this matchup? I mean, you played him before. Maybe somebody that had some hits against him. Um, we put the ball in play a lot against him. We just have to, obviously, find holes for him. You know, our guys have been doing a good job of having, you know, good at-bats for us the last couple games, and hopefully we'll find, find some hits tonight, and, and our defense will be solid behind our pitching. All right, well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you. We're here with Coach Mullet uh, in Wellman tonight. Uh, uh, number one or number two ranks. Some people are saying number one, some people are saying number two, but none of that matters. None of the record matters. None of the season matters. All that matters is that you play well tonight. Uh-huh. Well, who you gonna who's going to start tonight? Uh, we got Colin Miller on the mound. Oh, is he? Yep. So, yep. so uh, uh, is there a amount of pitches you're trying to hold him down to, or is it just go till you win the game? Uh, just yeah. I mean, we've got a strategy, um, but uh, yeah, well, Colin's gonna go, and we'll get the W with him. So, well, is there anybody else uh, that might we might see tonight? Uh, yeah, we got a whole arsenal of guys. Um, you know, we got Bowen Burmeister, we got uh, Gentry Bontrager, Connor Wiles. Um, you know, we got a good a good bullpen. So, well, uh, who do you have that's been hitting well down the stretch? Uh, yeah, you know, Carson Grout's been kind of leading us uh, in the two hole there. Kane Brown's leading us off. Uh, you know, Alex Bean. Uh, you know, all our seniors, Cameron Pickard, uh, they've been doing an awesome job. You know, Are there any changes to the lineup, or pretty standard yeah, in what pretty, you've been going with? Pretty standard with what we've had. So. Well, anything else you want to say before I let you go? I don't think so. Well, thanks for your time. Well, we uh, just wrapped up the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, a pregame shows. The Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Uh, there will be breaking ground on that pretty soon. But we are going to the home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa lineups. As uh, Mid Prairie is going to send Owen Hassel. He's playing left field uh, as uh, in Cade Sherrata. He's the catcher. He's batting second. Carter Hall, he's the big kid. He's playing first base. Ben Garvin is in center field. Carson Reed will uh, bat and play right field. Aiden Walker is a shortstop. Chaz Allison is both the DH and the third baseman tonight. Drew Keith is on the mound, and Landon Putman is going to play second base. We saw Landon Putman in the last game, but uh, 
Drew Keith has uh, pitched well against Mid-Prairie, so they're <laughs> going to start with him. Well, uh, Mid-Prairie is going with Kane Brown at third base. Carson Grout uh, will be playing shortstop. Alex Bean in right field. Brady Weber in center field. Dylan Henry uh, at third base. Brock Harlan's catching. Uh, Joe Hall is the DH. Blake Stewart is in left field. Colin Miller's on the mound. And Captain Picard, Cameron Pickard, is playing second base. We'll be right back with the start of the game. I just want to comment on what an amazing infield we've got here. It is a uh, just, I mean, I, I see a, team, a lot of teams I, I call, they, they look like they maybe drag the field every other game or something like that. But in between games, they just came out here and worked all over it. They had a four-wheeler come in and drag it out. They got people that come in and hand, hand draggers, people uh, watering down the field. It's a, it's an amazing field. It's the nicest field in all of Southeast Iowa. Uh, I lovingly call it Kinnick South. It's just the press box is amazing. The people are amazing. This field is amazing. And if you ever get a chance to come out here and see it, you should. Well, I want to thank Western Drugs for presenting this game here. Uh, uh, also, I uh, wanted to mention that uh, I got a couple announcements. Uh, the first game tonight was Durant and West Liberty. Uh, Durant wound up winning 6-1, to one, although it was 2-1 to one going into the sixth inning. Uh, it was a quite, quite a battle here. Uh, gorgeous patriotic uniforms for uh, Durant. Uh, American flags, and it, this really looked nice. Uh, West Liberty's uniforms put you to mind of the home uh, Toronto Blue Jays blue uniforms. Well, uh, we will be right back with the start of the game. Also, I wanted to mention the games in uh, Kiyosaka tonight. That would be Central Lee and uh, Meepo and also uh, West Liberty Colum or, uh, Winfield Mount Union Columbus uh, com combination team against Van Buren. But that will all be played tomorrow night. Well, all you Wilton Beavers fans out there around Guy Radio was uh, filling in for the Beavers cast as they're over at this girls' softball game as they're both still in the playoffs. Mid-Prairie has some of the best-looking uniforms you've ever seen. They just look just like the Iowa Hawkeyes. We have an amazingly big crowd today. Uh, this is a great place to have it because they do have the parking and the facilities and the, and the quality of field. It's a tremendous game to watch. Well... Wilton or the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks take the field. The catcher and the umpire shake hands. This is the same umpiring crew that we had uh, for the Wilton Beavers uh, Tipton game, but uh, it's just switched around. Home plate umpires in, on the bases and the base guys uh, at, behind the plate. Well, this is my uh, first time ever actually seeing Colin Miller pitch. Uh, we've called several games, but uh, uh, we've had different guys. I remember Alex Bean pitched a little bit. Uh, Carson Grout is an amazing pitcher. He's got a uh, scholarship offer to the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes, but uh, he had uh, Tommy John surgery on, on the uh, during the offseason, so he's uh, just playing shortstop, but he's leading the league, uh, or is up in the league in a lot of categories, and uh, I think he's leading the team with uh, 37 RBIs. 
They have four guys with twenty between twenty-seven and thirty-seven RBI, so that's pretty amazing. The Wilton Beavers do have the fourth best fielding percentage in one A. Uh, that might serve them well today. Well, they've thrown it down, and we are here. The wind's blowing out to right field, and there's a tailgate party going on out there. I think they've got some Merle Haggard music going on out there. I'm sure that everybody's enjoying. Well, Owen Hassel steps up here. It's playoff baseball, people. The first inning brought to you by Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Here comes the pitch. All upstairs, just a little bit outside. Owen Wilson doesn't have the biggest strikes, though. But he is their best hitter, I think. Strike one right down the middle. Owen's looking things over. A leadoff hitter should take a few pitches, let the guy on deck see what's going on. Here's the pitch. Ball outside, but just barely. Carson Grant will tighten that up, or... Uh, Casey Miller will tighten that up a little bit. Call well, the defense is pretty well straight away, all the way around, shallow in the outfield. Strike right down the puck. Well, maybe not. Three balls and one strike. I guess that was a little low. Did seem to be over the plate, though. Three balls and a strike. comes home 3 1. Ball, oh, strike on the outside corner. Owen Hassel thought he was uh, getting to get a pass. Well, it's a full count to the first hitter. And uh, the leadoff hitter's done his job by getting some pitches in underneath him. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss on a ball just outside. Strike one, and the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks are off to a flying start here. Well, Cade Sherrata's at the plate. He's the catcher. Looking to get things going. Ball outside, and he's really pushing the ball on the outside part of the plate. I think he's trying to get something going that way. Kate Sharana. He's up. Here comes the pitch. Steve Reich right on in there. Boy, he just... Just outside the corner and then right on the corner. It's a pretty good strategy. One ball, one strike, one out. Wind blowing out here at Gold and Wellman, Iowa, one of the nicest fields in Iowa. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. This place is so nice, I call it Kinnick South. Carson Miller, or Carson Miller, or Colin Miller. Fly ball, foul, out of play. Two Number balls, two, two strikes. The heater, Eric, and uh, you get the feeling, at least from these first two batters, he's got a good enough one that uh, Wilton's not able to handle that. It he does look like the um, yeah, Wilton's having a little trouble with this guy already. More overpowering this guy. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive to right field. The right fielder's moving on it. He's moving on it. Looks like it's out of bounds, but I think he caught it. He did catch it. Great play by the right fielder out there. Uh, Alex Bean got a good jump on it, read it well. He, he followed it to the foul territory and picked it up. And there's two outs, but the, he did get the, uh, some pretty good wood on, on that ball. Or metal, I guess. It's an aluminum bat. I'm a 
An old guy. I used to use uh, wooden bats when I was seven. playing baseball. Yeah, so we got the tailgate gang out there each and every game, and uh, we appreciate them along with the, the group. Here the comes the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Well, this is Carter Hall. Carter Hall's a big kid. And, uh, Both sophomore, I think he's got quite a bit of power. Here comes a pitch. He swings and misses. He was out ahead of that one. I don't know if he pulled a little string or something on that, but uh, pretty healthy swing. But is it down to no balls and two strikes? Two outs already in the inning. Here comes a pitch. Swing and a miss, and he got two strikeouts out of on a, on a foul out. Pretty great inning. Well, I uh, want to thank Henshaw Trailer Sales for the, this inning. We'll be right back with the bottom of the inning. Well, the Wheaton, Wilton Beavers uh, looked like the 1970s Braves uniforms. It's pretty great, really. Well, uh, the tailgate club's probably out there playing uh, Misery and Gin. Here we go again, drink uh, mixing Misery with Gin, as that was a uh, kind of how the first inning played out for the Wilton Beavers. But we are getting ready for uh, my favorite hitter. Uh, everybody's, you know, I think Kane Brown's the uh, is a, just a tremendous player. If I was a college coach, he would be someone I'd be trying to get. Big left-handed hitter. Now we haven't, we didn't get to see uh, Drew Keith uh, uh, pitch in the last game. I don't remember, but he did hit a home run in his last at bat uh, of the season. So he's a, a big-time performer. So when I we'll be able to hear because they beat the Tipton Tigers in the first round of the playoffs in the last game ever played in West Liberty's field. Well, Kane Brown is coming up, and I like to call him Kane Brown delivers. swings at Drew Keith and the Beaver defense. These nine in this order for head coach Kyle Mullet. Kane Brown, Carson Brown, Alex Bean, Brady Weber. Well, the, it's Brown, the Iowa Hawkeyes against the Atlanta Braves, according to the way the uniforms are schemed out here. Got such a good stance, this kid. Well, here comes Drew Key's first pitch. It's a drive to center field. I think it's going to drop. A great hit just outside the, the infield area. Lands just, just past the second base uh, onto the grass. He's and Mid Prairie is off to a great start. The uh, Wilton defensive lineman left to right in the outfield. Well, Cason Grout is up. He is a left handed hitter, and he leads the team in RBIs. Here's the pitch. It's a drive to the foul, though, and it's out of play down the right field or left field line. Drew Keith, the sophomore, 12th appearance, 6th start, 2-5 record, 35 innings, 214 opponent batting average, 34. Well, they picked Drew Keith because he'd actually performed well against Mid-Prairie. But everybody's available. Throw over, they might have him. They do. What a great move. Uh, Kane Brown was looking to steal. He was a little bit off too far. Drew Keith gets over, and the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks have a little bit of momentum as they have uh, erased the first runner, the game's first base runner. 
Will Carson Grout stands ready. Here's the you pitch. Ball. Uh, just a little Carson bit inside. And by a little bit inside, I mean it uh, was behind him. Because we didn't get to it before he jumped on the first pitch. His Had to do a little, little tap dance to get out of the way of that one. But one ball, one strike, one out. Bottom of the Henshaw trailer sales first inning. Ball upstairs. Now, a lot of times the kid rears back to try to put a little something extra on it. The ball comes in high. Two balls, one strike, one out. Fourth most hits, the fourth most home runs, and fourth most RBI. Here in front of a huge crowd tonight. There's the pitch. The fly ball to left field. Owen Hassel camps underneath it. He squeezes it, and Drew Keith has two outs already and nobody on. And uh, maybe that'll give the Wilton Beavers a little something to uh, um, get a little momentum going here. Well, Alex Bean's a business one great player. He can pitch, he can field, he made a great play in right field here. Here's the pitch. He's a former round guy radio game of the player of the game. Lights on here in Wellman. I'll take the fact as we work our way through. It's the playoff game. time, everybody. Henshaw Trailer Rick just to the pull side is Garvin and Ball upstairs. upstairs to an o. Eric, we talked about the length. Mid Prairie's got a new football coach for the first time in 20 years here. Kind of interested to talk to Coach Lambert. He's also the basketball coach. Alex Bean at the plate. Here's the pitch. Alex strike Taylor right on in there. Two, two balls and one strike, two outs. Drew Keith picks up the ball. Keith did not see action in game one. It was Wiley and Putman. He got the pitching duties. They completed all seven between the two of them. Well, over tipped in Saturday. Four, three here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Three balls and one strike. As he's struggling well, with this hitter in particular. Uh, stayed strictly with the basketball. He's not mixed much in. So Brady Weber's on deck. Yeah, he's the center fielder for the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks. Mid Prairie Golden Hawks just good at everything. And anything they're good at. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs, ball four. So Alex with the free pass, he's aboard. Well, Brady Clark's up. He's another left-hander, and that's one thing about mid-prairie. They're just loaded with left-handers. Runners at first. Here's a line drive to right field. It's fair ball. Down in the corner. The right fielder going in the corner. The runner's coming around. Here comes the There's a Weber, a big turnaround. Good job uh, on the relay as they hold the runner to second. Otherwise, he'd have turned to home. He'd have been on third. But there is the first run of the playoffs for the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks as uh, they got a two out hit by their leadoff or the, the cleanup hitter, Brady Weber. Well, Dylan Henry's up. He's the third baseman. And the Wilton Beavers just need to kind of just get this inning over with, just get a ground ball, a pop-up, strike out, something, anything, and they will close this inning out. There's the pitch, ground ball to the second baseman. He fumbles it, and it falls in enough. The runner uh, was going to go, but he stops, and he holds up. Weber, E4 on the ball put in play by Henry. And it's Hawks on the corners with two outs. Well, the Kyoto Eagles are leading uh, Highland one to nothing after three. I know everybody's interested in the Kyoto Eagles on Round Guy Radio. And this is what we kind of talked about 
Well, Dylan Henry's at the plate. He's a third baseman. He's had a real solid season, and he's got a couple runners he might be able to get on. I would imagine that kid at first is going to be moving down, but he didn't. Ground ball here in the second baseman is going to get a second chance. He feels it, he throws it, and that's it. It's a... Well, they did get one run across, but it could have been a lot worse. Well, that's the end of the first inning. We'll be right back with the second inning. But a lot of baseball action going on around here. I know Sigurdy's playing right now. Uh, all the teams that uh, if you stick around, Round Guy Radio, will have the scoreboard show tonight after all this game. Get you all the scores that we can get. They're not all that easy to get anymore. Well, Landon Putman uh, uh, did boot a ball, but it didn't cost him a run to, as he had a second chance and, and did a great job of fielding it and getting that guy out as the Golden Hawks are about on the field now. Colin Miller uh, really gave the Beavers a, a rough go in that first inning, getting two strikeouts and a foul ball out. But uh, they're going to be looking hard at this kid, uh, leaning hard on him to get to the championship. We might be looking at the state championship here. Well, Ben Garvin, uh, Western Drug, is presenting this game. We want to thank them. Also, uh, B&B Propane is going to bring you the second inning here. Ben Garvin. Four, five, and six. Just a gigolo. Whenever we're going. Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Boy, how does he? That is where he's living and dying all day long. We've got a Class 1A district semifinal. Kyoto and Hillcrest Academy are scoreless for two. That game right now over on FM 106.1. Curveball is a beauty. Miller snaps it off 0-2 to Garvin. Best breaker he's thrown so far. That was a good curveball right there. Kind of throws him up. He's down 0-2. Garvin the sophomore at 234. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball. Second shortstop, shortstop charges it. He bare hands it. He fires it over. Bounces it up on a great dig by Brown. Beautiful defensive play. Utterly ridiculous on That was one fantastic play, folks, on both ends of that. I don't think if he hadn't barehanded it that he would have uh, he would have been able to get it. That might be the Jen Fagan neighbor's insurance coverage of the game right there. Here's the pitch. Strike right on that outside corner where he's staying all night long. Well, uh, Cason Reed's at the plate after a, a well-hit uh, ball by uh, Garvin. Strike two, and he's down 0-2. Now, one thing about Colin Miller is he grips it and rips it. He As soon as he gets the ball, he's right on the rubber, and he's looking for a sign, and he's ready to go, and here it comes. Ball outside. One ball and two strikes, one out. Case and Reed's on the plate. Boy, the Beavers would have really liked to get somebody uh, on base to get that inning started. It's a tall order for the Wilton Beavers. There's no question about it. Ground ball to the second baseman. Pickard picks it. And he got him out. Just another great play. I mean, a lot of a lot of second basemen I've seen this year just kind of sit there and wait on the ball to come to them. But both these mid-prairie infielders charge the ball real hard. Uh, so they feel he made a great throw, and uh, oh, he was able to pick him up. Well, Aiden, Aiden Walker's up. He's playing shortstop tonight. Here comes the pitch. Ground, he, he just uh, takes a rip at it, fouls it back. And he is throwing a lot of first pitch strikes, so you might want to go up there and just take a rip at him. Here's the pitch. Just a bit low, I guess. Real plays, but just as important are the routine plays. 
that they're able to make behind the pitch. Well, here comes the pitch. Fly ball to right field out of play, though. Clear up onto the hill. A nervous because Collins not worried about pitching inside. That hill, at the top of that hill, is just loaded. Clear to the school with lawn chairs, the people here cheering on the Beavers, cheering on the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks. One two from the wine. Oh, he steps off. He looks in at Harlan. Doesn't like it. Wants to come reset. Well, here comes Colin Miller. The batter is Aiden Walker. Here comes a pitch. Ball outside. Two balls, two, two balls and two strikes and two outs as deuces are wild here in Wyoming, Iowa. Alex Bean scored in the bottom half of the first on a Brady Weber base hit. Right now, Miller's trying to work his second one, two, three inning. Well, Miller's got the ball and he's delivering it. Two, two. Ball outside, Slice full count, three and two. So this is the one senior that the, uh, um, really plays a lot for them. The, the Wilton Beavers are a patient team. That. They take a lot of pitches, and they walk a lot. Here comes the pitch. Strike. Nope, ball outside, and the Wilton Beavers have their first base runner, and the perfect game is off the table. I was kind of wondering if he wasn't going to get one. He was throwing. Well, that is good. Chaz Allison's up. He's, a, he's playing third base, and he's a DH. This guy can do it all. Like Shoei Otani out here. A little bit upstairs. Walker will take the walk with two down. He's the first Beaver. Here's the pitch. Miller comes ball. In low with a fastball. Two chances. A little bit inside, a little bit low. Interesting spot in the lineup here. Chaz Allison was the player of the game as he had the fortitude not to get away with a not to get out of the way of a pitch with the bases loaded. Sacrifice his body for a win there. Here's the pitch. Ball down in the dirt. A great block by the catcher. A little uncharacteristic that he's throwing a couple balls that far out of the strike zone. It's uh, normally it's just strike one, strike two, and then he tries to. To see if you'll expand the strike zone a little bit. Throw over to first base, but the runner gets back. It didn't look like he was running to me. Two balls, no strikes, two outs. There's the pitch. Ball outside, and it's three and zero. Oh. And he is in danger of walking back to back. Uh, uh, Runners so now. Started with a dazzling defensive Drew Keith is on deck and Landon Putman next, so uh, they can get around, start seeing, getting a couple looks at Kaysen, Colin. Ball outside, and that's it. He walked him in four pitches. And Drew Keith comes up to bat. Well, Drew Keith is in a position to help himself. A catcher and the shortstop are talking things over. I don't know if he had a little mechanical issue or something. But he's throwing mostly fastballs. I'm not seeing a whole lot other than fastballs. He threw one curveball and about uh, uh, faked the hitter out of his shorts there. Western Drug, both of Wilton and Muscatine, uh, Keith this year hitting 109. Providing this game to you. So somewhat limited action for him. B&B propane with the second inning. He's driven in four. Miller from the strike. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Oh, strike, strike. Right at the top of the strike zone. He started him out with a strike. Right at the letters. Walker at second. Allison at first. 
No balls on the strike. Two outs, two on. Both via walk. There's a strike right at the top of the strike zone again. Drew Keith is going to have to learn to get the bat out there when it's up there because those are strikes. Medium depth in the outfield. Regular but it only takes one pitch, one good pitch. There it is. He's swinging a miss. Or they're right down the pipe as he just was a little late on a fastball. That's pretty much all Colin Miller's throwing tonight. Well, that was the end of the uh, top of the third inning. Third inning brought for the second inning brought to you by BNB Proofing. Well, BNB Proofing bringing you the bottom of the second inning here and the. Lead-off hitter is Brock Harlan. Paul and Bailey Field and Wellman packed house for this Class 2A District 9 semifinal. The number two Mid-Prairie Golden. Brock Harlan's the catcher. Hawks will send up 7-8-9. That's Hall, Miller, and Pickard to face Drew Keith. Well, I guess this is Joe Hall. He's the DH. Hall, the DH, who's hitting for Blake Swart in left field. He's batting for the left fielder, Blake Swart. Colin Miller's on deck and Captain Picard's in the hole. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Two balls and no strikes. Drew Keith isn't going to do himself any favors by staying outside the strike zone tonight, particularly early in the game. Here comes the, he's set. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. That was a really kind of a hurly gurly motion there, but he got it right in, zipped it right into where he was. Now, uh, Colin Miller just gets the ball and rips it, but uh, Drew Keith holds the ball a little bit longer. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the second baseman. He charges it. Putman got it. He throws it over to first base, and there's one up and one down as he came from behind to get that guy out. Drew Keith is really pitching a great game out here. That's Carter Hall over there, the first baseman. Tough situation there because that was very. He's a big fella. You're sitting with a three zero count. There's about an axe handle across between his shoulders there. Thinking I got to cover. Well, this is number 10, Colin Miller. He's the starting pitcher. He's got a, a one-run lead to work with, and he'd like to stretch that out a little bit. Fly ball to right field, but it's out of play. A fan tries to get it. now notice that the Drew Keith, and he does have a half dozen starts under his belt, but he's working from the stretch and has been this entire time. even without. He loads up and pitches, throws a curveball, but it's a little bit inside. It's one one he has a couple different kind of deliveries. One is kind of a straightforward delivery, and one is kind of a herky-jerky kind of motion when he's trying to throw some kind of different pitch. But he looks in and gets his sign. Here comes the pitch, ball outside. Two balls and a strike, one out. The wind continues to blow out to right field. As we are here at the finest baseball stadium I've ever been at in high school. 14 walks and 34 frames, so control's not as huge. Lighting is great. The field conditions are great. There's the pitch. Ball upstairs. Three balls and one strike. No, uh, Drew Keith has gotten behind on many a hitter. But he seems to be able to dig it out. Three and one. He looks, he looks some more. He goes into the stretch. There's the pitch. Ball four. That was really close, though. I mean, it was just barely outside. But, well, Cameron Pickard, or as I like to call him Captain Picard, is uh, at the plate. He's another left-handed hitter. He's the second baseman. 
and I'm sure he's got a little speed. We got a courtesy runner in here. Let me see who that uh, first for Miller. Well, Caden Cox, I think I couldn't quite make out who that was. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. The runner takes off and stops. With the utmost respect, ball outside on a lot, and he makes the opposing pitch one ball and no strikes. But an OBP at almost 500. Double plays in order here, and that would get him out of the inning. He's got 21 hits, 13 driven in. He throws over. He got to. He got Brown in the first inning with a really great move. But this kid doesn't look like he's trying to steal. That old school look. He's got the pants pulled up. Doesn't have that big of a lead. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. Two balls and no strikes. You know, and Cam and and Drew Keith continually throws gets uh, behind 0 and 2, batter after batter. Well, the Wilton Beavers are supposed to have a really fantastic football team coming up. There's the pitch. Strike. He got that one in. Picker takes one over the outer third, right at the letters, two and one. Two balls and a strike. One out, runner at first base, one to nothing. Mid Prairie with the lead. In the first inning, so he's going to keep an eye with Hole covering over first base. Here comes the pitch, a runner goes. He takes off. There's the throw. It's just a bit outside. One of the better throws I've seen him have this year. But the runner got a pretty good jump. I don't think a good throw would have had him anyway. Well, we are back up to uh, Captain Picard here. Brown's on deck. on Cam, so it's two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a foul ball straight back. And we'll do it again. Two balls and two strikes. I want to thank Wester Drugs for providing you this game today. The Wilton Beavers travel well, but uh, Mid Prairie also very much supports their team. And, Two, two. We have a huge, huge crowd. Swing and a miss. And he tipped it a little bit, but Serrata made a great catch on that ball. And there's a strikeout, and that's what they needed. First baseman number six, Kane Brown. Drew Keith. He's, he reminds me of Bruce Suter. Bruce Suter was never happy unless he was in a lot of trouble. He'd come in with nobody on base. He'd walk the bases loaded Brown just to make an right back through the box. Kane Brown, my favorite player. Their lead. Beautiful left-handed hitter. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. Just barely. Boy, that was a good pitch. Well, uh, last uh, I saw him when they played Wilton, he let off the game uh, with a, well, I thought was going to be a home run, but the wind was blowing in and held it up. But he's got the wind in his favor tonight. Here comes the pitch. All inside. And another batter started out two balls and no strike by Drew Keith. He's not flinching in there with Keith working on the inner third. But all he needs to do is get it. If he can get his kid out, man, he's he's in great uh, uh, two run, one run in two innings off of this team. That'd be pretty great. Ball way outside. Three balls and no strikes. He might be trying to just go ahead and put him on and, and set up a double or, or put a out at any base, but I can't see why he'd want to do that with Case and Grout on the on deck. It's outside ball three to Brown, so he's well in the drive. Well, three and no, he'd probably be able to swing right here, but roll right down the middle. Boy, should have swung at that one. Officially on three one, what he wants to do. He's got those long arms as a tall hitter too. Well, he has a great back stance. He's got he's got great extension with his arms. He's so quick to the ball. 
He's one of the most exciting players in high school baseball, as far as I'm concerned. He fouls that one back, and all of a sudden, Drew Keith has a three to two. He gets way behind, and he gets back in the count, and he battles back and forth. He's really, really doing a great job for the Wilton Beavers tonight. Well, the infield and the outfield look like they're ready, and something big is going to happen right here. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. He walked him. And the RBI leader for the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks steps up to the plate in the person of Carson Brown. Just to oh, see man, did he make a good play at shortstop in the, the, the first game inning there. The wind is blowing out to right. Yeah, with the wind blowing out and Carson at the plate, that seeming might not be in range. It might be too close. First one is a curveball upstairs, 1-0. He flew out to left field trying to go the opposite way as last time. Wow. Well... Second base is Koss at first base. Kill the Eagles are still holding on to a 1-0 lead Perry as far as I know. 1-0 on Carson Brown. Slightly open stance. He's deep in the box and tied on the plate. And he Here comes the pitch. Well, here it is. It's a fly like, ball. Like it's gonna, if it's fair, it's trouble, but it's foul. That looked like extra bases off the bat, but he couldn't keep it. He got out in front of that one. He was out ahead of it just a little bit too much. I don't think he can hold his hands back. That's one ball and one strike, two outs. No, he's got really quick hands. He can get that barrel through there. Well, that's why he's going to Division One. Bright gold shoes as he stands in from the left side. He's good. One he even has golden shoes, this kid. Here's the pitch. It's a foul, foul, foul ball on the other, going the other side to, over to left field for the left-handed batter. They claim to pull, so Garvin is to the right side of second base. There's acres and acres of grass out in left center. Well, if he can... Uh, one ball and two strikes to Carson Grout. Runners at first and second. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Just a bit outside. I mean, interest, maybe. The ball it started to break late, but it didn't quite break enough to get over the plate. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. This deuces are wild here at Mid-Prairie. Here comes a pitch inside, and he works it to three and two. Well, that's uh, uh, not what you want to do, kids, because now the runners get a head start. And you got a, hit, a, a contact hitter like this. Well, let's see if those runners do break. See what Grout can do. Grout, uh, he delivers. The runners go. It's a drive to right field, and it is just foul. Oh, my. Over in the corner, Kaysen Reed is shaded. It almost it just bounced once and hit the wall. Eric, I think he may have a play on it, even though it's way deep. He's just shaded that far and right. Yeah, he's only. Well, it looks like he is going to uh, hug that line a little bit more in right field, and the center fielder is kind of coming a little bit. Owen Hassel has about 75 yards. He's got to cover between the left and center here. But uh, here comes the pitch, and he hits him. He hits him. Base is loaded, and he hits him. Well, Alex Beam will have a shot with the bases loaded here. And now, the state's ninth leading hitter with 38 hits, Alex Bean, stands well, in. Alex Bean, the top 10 hitter in the state with 38 hits total, is at the plate. 
and the coach is going to come out. So we'll be right back. Uh, I want to thank uh, BNB Propane for the second inning. Well, my wife just texted me that she wants to take Leo to Fenway Park. In a one nothing lead. And see if she'll let me come with. It's hard to have an inning like this with so much action and no hits. So I think that means that Alex. Alex Webb is. Or Alex Bean, he's the right fielder tonight. I've seen him pitch. He's a good pitcher. Base is loaded. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. One runner's on base with a hit by pitch. The other guy walked. Two walks and a hit batsman will uh, not bode well for your pitching line. There's the pitch. He got a good swing at that one. It was fouled it straight back, so he's got him timed. Be a good for the pitcher to change speeds here because he's got that uh, baseball time up. Defense on the infield. One ball, one strike. Bases loaded. Two outs. can be with this many guys on base. They're straight away in the outfield too. One one. Swipes low and away. Two balls and one strike. Two balls and a strike. Just the discipline. Two outs. But Drew Keith has been in trouble. The whole game. He's behind on the hitters. He's got guys on base, but he's done a great job eliminating the the, the runs coming in. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball up the middle. The shortstop misses it. He died for it, but he didn't get it. One run is in. There's another run. There's a play at the plate, but the ball's wide and he gets away. The runners go ahead and move up another 90 feet. There's runners in second and third, and two runs across the plate as Alex Bean tries one just past. The shortstop round scores, and that will bring up Brady Weber. Brady Weber, the cleanup hitter, he's the first baseman, and another left handed hitter. And uh, if he can get something by, there are going to be two more runs on the board. There's three runs up now, Brady Weber. And this is not a team you want to get very many runs behind in the first place. Drew Keith delivers. It's a fly ball. The second baseman camps underneath it and gets it. That's that. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been better. But uh, we're going to have to settle for right there in the middle. I want to thank uh, Wester Drug, uh, Wilton, and Muscatine for bringing you this game. I want to thank the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner. Uh, meats and groceries of Richland, Iowa, and I want to thank BNB Propane for the second inning. We'll be right back with the third. Well, Landon Putman will be the first uh, batter in the RB Breaks Facebook page, third inning. I got a couple scores to report. It's three to three between Richland or between Kyoto and High, uh, Hillcrest Academy. I don't, I can't quite remember who Sigourney's playing, but they're winning two to one in, after the three innings. Strike one. All at Bailey Field and Wellman, name at FM, KCII, Zach Eulen, Eric Henry. Colin Miller does not take any time, and here's another pitch. Curveball. He hits that one. The left fielder comes in and makes a great play. And he runs it down about 15 feet to his left. Lined up well. That was Landon Putman. And we turned the lineup over again. That's Owen Hassel. Boy, he, had, he saw that curveball coming in. He waited. He put the barrel right on the bat. It looked like for sure he's going to get a hit. But the left fielder came in and just made a fantastic play. Owen Hassel takes a swing. That's Swartz out there in left field. He's uh, uh, in there for his defense, and I see why. 
One Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball foul, and he's down 0-2. 0-2, and We're a minute and 10 seconds into this inning, and he's about two-thirds of the way through it. Owen Hassel is the one of the best hitters the Wilton Beavers have. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive! It's going to drop, and there's the first hit by the by the good attempt by Wilton Beavers have their first hit. Hassel was down 0-2, but worked his way back to a base hit, and they got a runner on. And he's one that's definitely a threat to run, because they could get somebody and get one of these runs back if they get somebody in the... Will Sherrata's up, Cade Sherrata, he's the catcher. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive. He hits it. The left fielder's going back. He's going back. He's going back. It's over his head. Oh, my God. He sticks his glove up and catches it. And uh, Hassel has to come back as he was already in second base. That was unbelievable. The Golden Hawks have made three unbelievable plays, one by Carson Grout and two by the left fielder, Blake Swartz. I can't believe he got to that ball. There was a – I think that uh, Hassel probably would have scored on that from first base. Well, here comes Hall. It's a swing and a foul ball straight back. I'll tell you what, because they happened in such quick succession, we didn't get a chance to tell you, but uh, I'm going to include those as nominees for our Des Moines Steel defensive plays of the game. Mm -hmm. swore back -to -back those are definitely candidates for the Jen Fagan Neighbors Insurance of Kyoto Iowa coverage of the game. Hassel's going, so, and it's a changeup, too. I think he's going to get this when the ball gets through. But uh, a great backup by uh, the shortstop, Grout. Hassel's got himself in the scoring position, and all it's going to take is one base hit, and he's going to score. And I don't know if he's done. He's got a pretty dang good lead off there. He might be going again. He looks at him. Here's the pitch. He's staying right where he's at and ball outside. Two balls and a strike with two outs, and the Beavers have got their best chance of the game. The Wilton Beavers didn't come here to lay down. They came here to give Mid Prairie all they wanted. Ball outside. A little bit too much on that one for Miller. Now, I'm not sure exactly what Miller's trying to do sometimes when the ball goes way outside. I don't know if he's trying to throw a slider or something that's getting away from him, but uh, once in a while, he throws the ball way outside. There's a ball right down a little bit low, and there's another runner as Hall is walked. And the Wilton Beavers are specialists at working the walk and working the count. They're actually probably getting a few pitches in on uh, Colin Miller. So the tie and run comes to the plate here in the person of Ben Garvin. The cleanup hitter. This is the guy you want up. Ball upstairs. I don't know how many opportunities the Wilton Beavers are going to have tonight, but they're going to have to capitalize on them when they do have them. And a two-out base hit right here will make a big difference in this game. Ball outside. Two, two balls and no strikes. Well, the Mid-Prairie uh, Golden Hawks loaded up the bases, uh, and they're two pitches away from doing it again here. But I got a feeling he's going to see a strike right here. He better be ready to swing. Here comes the pitch. 
Want to pause? He will come home too. Oh, strike on the outside corner. Now, that is the pitch he's been throwing. That's been really working for him all I day think long. Both guys wanted to call timeout, but neither wanted to be the first, and we just stood in the standoff for about fifteen seconds, and then got Will Miller looks at the runners. Two one. He kicks and delivers. Foul ball. Two balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Two on. Yeah, Deuces are wild here for the Wilton Beavers. Well, if he gets a, a, a three and two, the Reynolds will have a, a running start, which might help. Certainly help that guy from first base score on a gap shot. He's got three strikeouts looking for There's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner, and that's all there is to it. He thought it was a little bit outside, but it was right on the edge of the plate there. And that has been a great pitch for Miller. Miller pitches his way out of this inning. Well, R&B Facebook page has brought in this inning. They got all the best sports cards in Iowa. Everything that comes out. They get them, basketball, baseball, football, college sports. They've uh, sent a set of Bowmans that I'm supposed to give out to a kid, which I will scoot out here and find one. I'll be right back. Well, uh, uh, there's some kids, but they're a little bit further away than I needed to get, but I'll get to get the cards to them in, uh, here in a little bit. Well, Dylan Henry's at the plate, and Drew Keith is going to try to hold that lead. Or hold uh, hold their lead to where it is. Ball upstairs. One ball and no strikes here. And the R and B breaks Facebook page bottom of the third inning. Here's the pitch. So go check their Facebook page out. Look at what they got. You like baseball, basketball, football? They got them all up there. Comment what you want, and they'll put it in there, and you'll have some awesome cards coming your way. Ball upstairs. Two bowls and one strike. When blowing out, stands back in. Midbury third baseman. Tight on the plate, even the box, 2-1. Swing and a miss, and he got that one by him. It's two balls and two strikes. Boy, uh, one thing that, that uh, they have here at Mid Prairie that's awesome is this press box. And then they've got all these anorandic chairs around the press box that people can sit and watch the game. Swing and a miss as he reaches outside, and there's a strikeout, and there's the first one down. As Dylan Henry goes down, uh, chasing the pitch way out of the strike zone. Well, Brock Harlan's up. He's the catcher. Wilton Beavers are off to a flying start here. Here comes the pitch. It's a ground ball to third base. He can't quite get to it. The ball took a bounce, a real high bounce. Chaz Allison couldn't quite get to it, and there's a base hit. Well, Joe Hall, the DH, is in. Well, however it came, he got on first base. He he a, looks like he's trying to trying to get out there and run. But Brock is aboard with his first hit tonight. Here's the stretch. Here's the pitch. Runner stays. Ball. 
Ball one. Update brought to you by Kelowna Auto. Used cars and trucks driving you home since 1970. They've got a wild one over on SF 106.1. Hillcrest and Kyoto are tied through six and three. Not Here comes the throws over. District 10 Class 1A championship game on Saturday. Ball one to Joe Hall. A toss over. Chases the runner back in first. He's down there. Is he going to go? He's not. Ball inside. Two balls and no strikes. As Drew Keese tends to start 80% of the batters out, two, two balls and no strikes. All of Mid Prairie's runs have scored with uh, two outs, so. One out now. Not time to rally yet, although they Here comes the pitch. The runner stays. Foul ball straight back. Not saying that Coach Mullet has any gray hairs, but those uh, waiting two out rallies waiting that long in the inning will help those come about. Especially well, the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks looking to add on to their lead. Definitely played with that clutch. There's the pitch, the runner goes. Foul ball is a hit and run. Two balls, two strikes, one out. That was a pitch uh, quite to the liking of this young man up here. Joe Hall, the DH. He's warming up again down the right side. I can't imagine they're going to get him warm too many more times without bringing him in. This is the second time he's been up. Well, there's a stretch. He throws over. But he was over very quickly. Well, they caught Kane Brown earlier with that move, and everybody over there has been about a step shorter than normal with their lead. Jeff two balls and two strikes. He's out to the cut of the Drew Keith is keeping those runners close, and he throws over again. Medium depth outfield. Joe Hall, designated hitter. center, so there is some extra room out in left side. That's definitely the one thing that... Uh, Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Runner goes back. Three balls and two strikes. The runner might be going here to try and kind of fend off that double play possibility. He wants to try to steal a little bit more on this catcher. It looks like the catcher has a little trouble getting that throw out. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside, and he walks him. So the Golden Hawks will try oh, to have There's quite a few walks. You got somebody up in the bullpen warming up. That's a number one Gatlin Rogers over there for Wilton. Or no, number four. Kane Willie. Well, Drew Keith has worked very hard tonight. Threw a lot of pitches here. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, you threw that one past him. That was a high fastball. Drew Keith trying to get out of this. If we get a ground ball, they might be able to turn two. Keith has been from the stretch all night, so he'll continue that with two men up. Three nothing Mid Prairie in the home half of three. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. I don't know if it was a breaking ball or he overthrew that. He threw it all the way over in the left hand. One ball, one strike, one out. Runners at first and second. The Mid Prairie Golden Hawks looking to add on to their three run lead here. They won't hold the runner the bottom of the third inning. Here comes the pitch. It's a ground, it's a line drive. Colin Miller. Coach Base hit. The Played well by Owen Hassel when he got it back in, and there is uh, there are the bases are loaded. 
Right between the shortstop and the second baseman on the line, uh, they're bringing in a uh, pinch runner. Courtesy runner, however you want to call it. Well, the Oakland A's used to have a guy named Herb Washington that would come in and pinch run, and that's all he did. He, he never had an at-bat in his entire career. But he was an well, Olympic Coach sprinter. And the Wilton Beavers feel the importance of the moment. Well, number 11 is up, and that would be Captain Picard. As uh, Colin Miller got a hit in the last event. Ball upstairs and outside. One ball, no strikes. Bases loaded. Drew Keith, the number nine hitter. Cameron Miller, all upstairs. Well, the pitcher, Colin Miller, really helped himself out with a line drive base hit between the third baseman and the shortstop. And here comes the coach, and we might be changing it. Well, this inning brought to you by r Facebook Space. They're out of Dubuque. Just check out their Facebook page. They sent me baseball cards to give away to kids at every game. They've been a great partner, and they've really helped Brown Guy Radio bring you a lot of games and a lot of action. Well, we are here. Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks, one of the best teams in Iowa. Some people tell me they're one, some people tell me they're two, I don't know. But they're number one in my heart, that's for sure. Here comes the pitch, two balls and no strikes, bases loaded. And it's a ball, three balls and no strikes. The coach went out and talked, to, talked it over with him. It's 3-0 on Cam Pickard with nowhere to put But there's a... He's got to throw a strike right here. Here's the pitch. Strike one, and he lobbed it right down the middle. See if he does take a look at something 3-1. No, a ground ball will get him right out of this inning. All they need, quick ground ball, the second baseman or shortstop, first baseman. Anything, as long as it's hit hard, they can end this inning, and I mean right now. Here's the pitch. It's a pop-up. The third baseman's digging. The catcher's digging. They get it. Oh, it's just over the fence and out of play, and we have gone from three balls and no strikes to three balls and two strikes right here. In Wellman, Iowa. They're trying to get an idea of who they're going to play in the next round. The Wilton Beavers trying to hang in there, trying to stay close, trying to wait until something breaks their way so they can get back into this game. Payoff now to Pickard, big spot. Pickard's at play, bases loaded. He's got the Ducks on the pond. It's a ground ball foul. Do it again. So with one out, the runners aren't going to be able to break and get a little head start. Feels, Eric, like it's time for a stereotypical Cam Tricker to bat right here. We've gone full. Well, Sherrod does good behind the plate is block balls, and he doesn't let balls get past him, and he doesn't need to get one past him here. Here comes the pitch. Three. The ball bounces in there, and that's all. There's an RBI for Picard, and Aaron Brown is coming up. He worked his way so hard to get back into that, but he didn't. Let's see if he's headed to the dugout. We're a little action down there at the Wilton dugout, but nobody's coming out yet. 
The relief pitchers must be warm because he went back into the bullpen. Well, Brown is at the plate. Keith is going to see because you've got grout after that. He got I got on on it. He started out getting on base, and then he got picked off. Here's the pitch. It's a drive, and this could be out of here, folks. It's back. The right fielder goes back. He goes back. He squeezes it at the fence. The runs a, a, the runner at third base comes in. The runner from second moves up. But a tremendous catch by the right fielder, Casey Reed, for the uh, – and just when the wind dies down, Brown delivers a sacrifice fly drives in a run, and it's five to nothing here. be a carbon copy of his grand slam. And here comes the pitcher, I think, or the coach, I think we're going to have a change. Well, we found a kid named Alex who was just outside the, uh, down the steps here. And he was super happy to get a bunch of Bowman's baseball cards from R&B Facebook breaks. We've changed pitchers. And uh, Wiley's coming in, Kane Wiley. He's a lefty, which is uh, what you want against the Wilt, uh, against Mid Prairie because they got a lot of lefties, including this next batter, Carson Grau. Well, a couple more RBIs for Brown, or, or at least one more RBI for Brown. Two runs across for the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks here. Okay, we'll be on in about 20 seconds. Got a beautiful windmill in the background, old fashioned type you can look at. Some great trees, just a beautiful canopy of trees behind the home plate, or behind the, the, the fence. Wellman, one of the best towns in the state of Iowa. Just fantastic. And you have one of the best schools, maybe the best school in the state of Iowa. They lead 5 nothing. It's prompted a Beaver pitching change with two runs in so far in this inning. Still I want to thank Wester Drugs for presenting high school baseball here for the, for the Wilton Beavers as we're filling in for the Beaver cast as they're over with the girls. Carson Grout at the plate. And Wiley steps in uh, with a runner at first and a runner at third. We'll see if that runner moves up. He does not. Ball on the outside corner. A nice little curveball floats across for a strike. Carson Grouts is kind of checking and seeing what he's throwing over there. I think the runner's going this time. But it's hard with the left-hander looking right at you. He throws over and the guy gets back. It's easy to steal third off a lefty, well, but we'll tougher see, than but nails to steal to get a good break anyway off of a left-hander. But I don't think they'll even throw down if he does it. But there is two outs, so you got to be a little careful. Here's the pitch. It's a pop foul, and he's down, uh, uh, I guess, uh, one ball, one strike. I thought they called that first pitch a strike. It is two strikes. No balls and two strikes. Two outs. And the Wilton Beavers... Would like to get out of this with no more run scores. Here comes the pitch. Brown ball. And he keeps it 0-2. Grouse pulls his hands in and stays live. Fouls that one off toward the Beaver dugout. 5 nothing mid-prairie. It's 0-2 on Carson. It's 3-3 three three in the seventh inning with the Kyoto and Hillcrest. RBI for Pickard and Brown and hits for Bontrager or for uh, Harland and Colin Miller so far this way. Here comes the pitch. The 
laid off of a sweeping break. Ball outside. Two. That's a good take. A lot of movement. Casey on the ice covering that game. So Both of the games of uh, the Kyoto Eagles playoff, playoff games have been broadcast by somebody, so they haven't. Uh, I haven't totally left them abandoned there. On the corners, two down. New Prairie, two in in the inning. They lead five now. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive. It's a center fielder digging on it, digging on it, digging on it. He squeezes it. Wow, he really covered a lot of ground to get that. And that's all there is for the R&B ranks third inning. Well, the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks have placed five runners across the home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa home plate. But here comes the first hitter. Well, Cason Reed comes in. He's uh, made a great play out there in right field today, too. Defense is uh, something that Wellman does very well. Well, we're in extra innings as the eighth inning has started over there in uh, Hillcrest. Still 3-3, three to three, Kyoto and Hillcrest. Strike one on the outside part of the plate. Case and Reed. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball. The pitcher has it. He's walking over to first and lobs it over. And they complete the out. Reed got his bat on the ball, but uh, quick reaction and good fielding by the pitcher. If you uh, field your position as a pitcher, you're going to win a lot more games. Well, the shortstop, Aiden Walker, is at the plate. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. I want to thank Wayland State Bank for bringing you this third inning here, the fourth inning. As time's uh, running out for the Wilton Beavers, but they got some time. No better time than the present. One ball and no strikes. Playoff type stage and how young this Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss as he is. Uh, I believe that was a curveball because it really had him back an awful. He was swinging it. Walker with big Two balls and one strike. One out. Here's the pitch. Out. No strike on the outside corner. He has been a Picasso at painting the black on the outside. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Three balls and two strikes. One out. Well, it's a full count here, folks. Wilton Beaver's looking for a run, and then it's a foul ball. As a curveball was uh, moving back over the plate. A great job by the batter to foul that off. Here comes the pitch. Steve Reich on the best curveball he's thrown all night long. Holy cow, did that ball break. See, if you just break your curveball out every now and then, every once in a while, nobody's looking for it. And that was an amazing curveball by Colin Miller. And there's two outs. Well, Chaz Allison's up with the plate. He was the, the playoff hero of the last game. And there's that curveball right again. But it was a ball. But all of a sudden, well, a lot of times when you're the tighter you are, the better your curveball generally works. There's the pitch. Foul ball straight back is a fastball right down the middle, and he's got this guy down. Or I guess it's one ball and one strike. Two outs. Allison at the plate. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. I think that was another curveball that just kind of. Moved too much to stay in the strike zone. By Kelowna Auto, used cars and trucks driving you home since 1970. They've got extra baseball. Here comes the pitch. Academy tonight, 3-3 in the eighth. 
Kyoto Eagles and Hillcrest Academy tied to extras. That game right now. Is a lot of games going on tonight. A lot of battling. Got some free baseball down there in Hillcrest right now. Three one. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the inside. Boy, that was a great pitch. That was a really, really great pitch. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Fourth inning. It's looking to work his Here first one, two, three innings since the first curveball. Ball outside, and he walked outside. it. Miller wanted the call, didn't get it, ball four. They, gotta, they get to move the chain a little bit. Drew Keith is up. Landon Putman's on the deck. Drew Keith looking to get back at uh, Mid-Prairie Golden Hawk, see if he can't get somebody. Swing and a miss. He's up there swinging. But I think that fastball was a little bit more than he could handle. He at least he wasn't ready for it. Just trying to do anything with it. Brown will hold the runner on first. Here comes a pitch outside. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Runner at first base. And if you want to score runs in this league, you got to do it with bases with two outs, and that's what Mid Prairie has done tonight. One ball, one strike. Strike. Oh my, that was a nice pitch. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Two out walk. Fourth inning brought to you by Wayland State. Back. Blow it in. Ball inside. Down. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. As the deuces are wild, as we're here pretty close to Riverside Casino. The 2-2 two, two with one on and two Here comes away. the pitch. Fly ball to right field. It might be in between the right fielder and the second. No, the right fielder calls him off, catches it, and that's it. Oh, it's a little, little floater between the second baseman and the right fielder, but the right fielder calls him off and squeezes it, and that's all there is for the fourth inning, the top of the fourth inning. We'll be right back with the bottom. Well, Keaton Wynn of the Ollie, Iowa, a former Pekin Panther, got another start. Is uh, he's, he's uh, permanently? It looks like he's uh, got him a slot in the rotation for the San Francisco Giants. So uh, every fifth day will be Keaton Wynn Day here in Southeast Iowa. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Yeah, just warming things up. I can't remember. I know it was either ball thrown down. Here it comes. Alex Bean. He's in right field, and he's played a great game tonight. He's done some really good uh, work out there in right field. And he's a right-hander against this left-handed pitcher, Willie. Here comes the pitch. Kane Wiley starts uh, Alex Bean off with the ball inside. Downstairs, ball one to Alex Bean. Alex has been on twice tonight. He's got arguably the biggest swing of the night, a two-out, two-RBI single in the second. Here's Wind the delivery. Wind comes swing and a miss on an inside fastball. One and one. Inside on, on the inside part of the plate, anyway. see somebody go from a full wind-up in a blue jersey tonight. Because, uh, we had this uniform, this, it looks exactly like the Atlanta Braves uh, yeah. blue and white uniforms from the 70s and early and 80s. Here comes the pitch. Swing! Oh, no. He doesn't swing, and it's a ball outside. Wally working hard on this batter. Two balls and one strike. Nobody out. Light, light wind barely blowing the flag at all. Another pitch just barely outside. Misses three and one. Three balls and one strike. Alex, we'll see if he gets something to drive. He looks down. Here the comes the pitch. The sign and digs back in. 
Ball downstairs, and he puts the leadoff runner on. And that's not good. He draws the leadoff walk that will bring up center fielder number three, Brady Weber. The last team you want to be walking batters is the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks because they hit so well. This place is packed, folks. I mean, there's people everywhere. Ground ball past the third baseman. Base hit that squirted right over the glove of Chaz Allison. Owen Hassel does a great job of getting it in there. They hold the runner. He can't advance to third. Runners at first and second. Two outs. Allison, who probably after the last time the ball skipped. Allison was playing in quite a bit. If he'd have been back a little further, he had a little more time to make the play on that. But they're looking for a double play here, and their infielders are all in. They will bring them in at the corners. Well, let's see who this batter is. Full at first base. But down the third base line and foul. Just at the last second. That was a foot away. This is Dylan Henry. Brady Weber on first as a, with a base hit. Alex Bean, who has walked, he's at second base, and there's nobody out. I'm surprised that they're pulling in hole and not doing something else with Allison. He's even with the bag. And he well, there's no balls in one strike. He can lay it right down the same way again if he wants. <laughs> Wiley from the stretch with two on. Hawks Here comes a pitch. He is bunting. He bunts it down. It's going to be fair. The third baseman doesn't even go. Nobody home. Beautiful play, Dylan Henry. He exploits the Beaver defense. Allison went back to Chad the Allison didn't make a really great play on that. He there just went to the base. I don't know why he didn't go for the ball. Maybe he could have got the guy out. But the bases are loaded and nobody out. And the catcher is up. Brock Harlan. Well, let's see what happens here. Let's see how Wilton can work its way out of this. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Harlan wanted to clear him with one swing. He comes up empty on one. Brock's got a base hit, and then Von Trigger his right-handed right. batter, and this left-handed pitcher has been working hard on the inside of the plate to give kind of an angle from his arm to the to the hitter. Here's the pitch, ball inside. I've not seen the new Top Gun, but one ball, one strike, nobody out, base is loaded. Maybe I will within the next couple of days. So I'm going to throw that Kenny Loggins around. Here comes the pitch. Foul ball. Right side, just trying to put one in a gap somewhere. Tons of speed out there. There's a lot of combinations to score a run with the infield pulled in. Rock Harlan at the plate. Bases are loaded. Nobody out. And uh, with five runs, the, the, the winning run would be on deck here. Here's the pitch. One, two to Harlan. It's a drive to left field. It's going to land. One run is in. They hold the runner. Oh, he's going. There's going to be a play. They got him. They got him. He's out. He tried to make some fancy maneuvers, but they got him. Uh, I don't know why they sent the runner there. He did a favor to the Wilton Beavers, but one run did come in, and it's a six to nothing lead. But great play by. Owen Hassel, as he got the ball into the cutoff, man, and they got it in there. I think the weather needs to add repertoire because that was something else. He did try to get, I mean, he, he get, the ball was there way ahead of him, but he made a an excellent maneuver to try and get in, but a great, great play by... Sharada, the catcher, he got it. Well, runners, it's first and second, one out, one in. So that leaves Mid Prairie up 6 nothing, one out, and two on. 
Here comes the pitch. First one to Joel. Strike on the inside corner. Ball has walked, and he's also grounded to second base. The winner of this game is going to play Durant, as they was able to take out West Liberty early. Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball. Foul, though. And off on the behind the first base dugout. No balls and two strikes. If he can get this guy out, they can get out of this inning. Well, there'll be two outs, but I mean, they'll be getting in the right direction. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. I want to thank Wayland State Bank for their support of high school baseball here on Round Guy Radio. Because we're in the fourth inning. Final over Hillcrest. After this pitch, Hillcrest and Kyoto in Class 1A district contest tonight. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. In a wild ending over on FM 106.1, Hillcrest wins their district game on a hit-by-pitch with the bases loaded with two outs in the eighth. So Hillcrest wins over Kyoto 4-3. Well, Hillcrest uh, uh, took a page from the Wilton Beavers and won the game with the bases loaded hits bats. So the Ravens advance. As, uh, the Ravens advance and the Kyoto Eagles season comes to a close. So That's a sad, sad thing for uh, this announcer here on Round Guy Radio as we covered so many Kyoto Eagle games over the last couple of years. Well, base runners at first and second, three balls and two strikes. Hall's at the plate. He's a DH. Here's the pitch. It's a drive out the left field. The left fielder's digging. He's digging. He's digging. He's digging. He can't get to it. The ball gets over his head. One run is in. Here comes another run. They're going to try and get him in there. The ball's. They throw to home when they and they throw it away. And the runner's coming for another run. And it's a. Oh, he gets all four bases. As it's nine uh, to nothing here. What a hit! Triple for Hall. Joe Hall, the DH, got everything under it. Oh, and Hassel did everything he could to get it. He covered so much ground. He got his glove up, but the ball was just an inch over the edge of his glove, and it is nine to nothing. And one more run, and this is that's the whole shebang here tonight. I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank uh, McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, and also Elsie's Kitchen.net of Cobbick, Iowa, for their support of high school baseball. But this inning is brought to you by Wayland State Bank, and this game was brought to you by Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. One ball, one strike, one out, nine runs. For Mid Prairie, if they can get one more run this inning, I believe the 10 run rule will be in, the, in effect. Here comes the pitch. It's a swing and a miss, and the ball goes back. Collins been on twice tonight. He's walked and he's sinking. The ball comes in. Well, it was probably only. Seven, eight well, it's going to be tough to decide who's the player of the game here. It's a drive to right field. They're coming over. It's out of it's foul territory, and it lands on the other side of the fence. Yeah, we had to make sure that Hassel didn't run that down. He just kept going and going and going. I was just impressed by as much as the ball carried, as much ground as he covered. 
getting out in left field. Well, he didn't quite turn his back all the way to home plate until very It's an outstanding season. season. And then the runners kept going. and uh, Lots of great playoff action so. tonight. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a foul ball down the left side. Gentry. Down to the third base side. He's coming around third base, and Joe was 20 feet behind him. Yeah. Hall was was really hustling, and Gentry held up to make sure it didn't get caught. Yeah, and that was just how long that ball lofted in the air. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. Two balls and two strikes. Colin Miller, the starting pitcher, is on. I don't know if he'll come back out. They might want to save some of his pitches for later this week. watching the ball, and then I looked back, and Dylan came in. He may not have to go back up there if he can get on base. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Three balls, two strikes. One out. Nine so, runs uh, across with four runs this inning. Two and two thirds tonight for Wilton and the Stars. Hall had Arguably a by the numbers there. Ace uh, Kane Wiley's been met rather rudely here tonight. By here comes the pitch. Four off of him and just two thirds. Rounds. Miller fouls it back. He fouls it straight back, and we'll do it again at three and two. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Wilton Beavers hanging on by their, to their season by a thread. The Mid Prairie Golden Hawks—they're they're looking to—they're just straight up looking to win the state title. Here's the pitch, foul ball. And what Willie does well is this to right-handed batters to pitch on the inside part of the plate from his left hand, his arm. Three balls, two strikes, one out. No wind whatsoever. Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball. Right fielder, center fielder's coming. He's coming. He dives. He catches it. What a play. Unbelievable by the center fielder out there. The ball got out to right center. That's, that's Ben Garvin. Ben Garvin with an unbelievable play. That would be the Jen Fagan. I thought the same thing. Neighbors insurance coverage play of the game candidate. At least a coverage play of the game for the Wilton Beavers. Here comes the pitch. Here comes Pickard. He's walking with the bases loaded for an well, Captain Picard is on, and he takes strike one. What a basketball player this kid is. He was just unbelievable. Really, really one of the best players uh, from Mid-Prairie. Here comes the pitch. Ball out. So strike on the outside corner, and he's got him down 0-2, and he might just get out of this inning. It's in the inning belong to Weber, Henry, Harlan, and Hall. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive to right field. The right fielder's backing up. He's backing up some more. He's still backing up, but he catches it. And that's all she wrote for the third inning. I want to thank Wayland State Bank for the third inning and Wester Drug for this game. And uh, also want to thank the Packwood Locker, soon to be Grinders, Meats, and Groceries of Richland, Iowa, for all their coverage of baseball this year. Well, Landon Putman's at the plate. He's a number nine hitter. And uh, Colin Miller is still out there. I think he just gave up one hit to, to Hassel. Maybe. Uh, here comes the pitch. It's a pop-up, but it's out of play. Lance right on the roof here. Either that was a baseball or it started hailing. I can't tell. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss, and he's down 0-2. 
Landon Putman, he was a starting pitcher uh, in the Tipton game. He flew out to Blake Sward on a terrific defensive play. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Six strikeouts for Miller. Well, I just don't know who I, I would pick for player of the game. Swartz, uh, he's, he doesn't even bat, but he's in there. Oh, and Hassel now stands in. The DH, Hall, they're getting a lot out of this seventh spot between the defensive and the offense that they're getting there. But uh, Miller really uh, is fantastic. Well, Owen Hassel is up, and this might be his last at bat for the season. He's going to see what he can do. Takes a strike on the outside. Ball one, one ball, one strike, one out. Owen Hassel did get a base hit. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. And Miller is pretty deceptive with this pitch. It's just outside and then just on the corner. Two balls and one strike. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss on a beautiful curveball. I had him a little fooled there. He, was, he thought he was throwing something right on the corner and it broke quite a bit. But two balls and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive. But the center fielder seems like he's got it. He's, he's underneath it. And he squeezes it. And there's one more out or nail in the coffin for the Wilton Beavers. Why sure like Owen Hassel? I think he's one of the best players I've seen all year long. And I have seen a lot of baseball. But he did a pretty good job of getting the bat on the ball there. He needs to be more sharp. Uh, you know, he's got three coming in. He made a great play on the tag out at home plate. It was really fantastic. It's a swing and a miss. As he just reared back and uh, threw the heater down low in the strike zone. No balls and one strike. This kid's got a one hitter going. Ball outside. Owen Hassel is the only thing between him and a no-hitter tonight. Here comes the pitch. Strike. Oh, man, that was a good curveball. Just stayed inside just a micro millimeter. Two balls and one strike. Two outs. Here comes the pitch. A drive. This could be out. This is back. The left fielder's not going to get to this one. It's up against the wall. It bounces off the wall in the air. And he's got a double, and there is Sherrata. He lined that one up. And he doubles the amount of hits that the Wilton Beavers have with two outs. Looks like there's going to be a courtesy runner, and that's Jackson Drafel. Solid contact on. Wow. Well, it's going to take a two-out hit, but this kid could do it. Hall is uh, one of their best hitters. He's their cleanup hitter. He's the guy with the RBIs. He's the man with the plan. Hall's the first baseman. Here comes a pitch. Outside. Ball one. Well, the Wilton Beavers would do themselves a big favor if they could stretch this run across. The difference in the game is Mid-Prairie gets two out base hits and uh, Wilton does not. Strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Two outs, a runner at second base on an unbelievably... Sherrata has the hardest hit ball tonight. 
Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. He was uh, fooled completely by that pitch. He really didn't want to all the way through, but he still took the cut. One, One ball, two strikes, two outs. Set up with two down and a man at second. Nine nothing. Colin Miller. Colin There's the pitch. Swings and a ball. Hit that with a four feet outside. Harlan comes he out, threw it out, and that's it for the Wilton Beavers. I want to thank Western Drug, and I want to thank uh, Wayland State Bank for the inning. Again, the, once again, the fifth inning is brought to you by McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa. McDonald's Boneyard has been a great partner with Roundback Radio. They do a great job. If you got any scrap, go over there. They'll give you top dollar for it. Brown. Well, Kane Brown, one of my favorite batters, is up. We'll see if Brown can deliver here. Willie's still out on the mound. He's got a lefty, left-handed pitcher, left-handed batter here. Let's see what he does. He tries a bunt, but uh, takes strike one. The third baseman's in on the grass. A run scored and an RBI sack fly tonight. He's been all over the place. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. One ball, one strike. Brown can end this all with one swing of the bat, and he's got the power to do it. I'm telling you. If you're mid prairie, you'd like to end this as early as possible. Maybe he can get one that's just a little bit where he can get his arms extended. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive, but the center fielder looks like he's got a good track on it, and he squeezes it. And there's the first out. Well, Carson Grout is up. And Willie's off to a good start this inning. Wester Drug brings you this game. Wester Drug of Milton and Muscatine. But this inning is brought to you by McDonald's Boneyard of Toyota Iowa. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. No strike on the outside corner. Willie's really looking sharp this inning. He's got a hold on the no runs. They can't get anything in this inning. It's been kind of a tough night for him with the offense. He's not been a part of Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball up the middle. And is there's a base hit. As Carson Grout does what he does and gets on. Right back up the middle. One hop straight over the pitcher and right into. Well, that if he can get in, that'll be all they, she wrote. I think he was Alex Beans at the plate. I'm sure that sometime in this playoff, he'll he'll be a pitching too. Well, Carson Grouse got a good lead, and I think he's looking to run, but he didn't. Ball inside. Right-handed batter. Left-handed pitcher. One out. Willie on the mound. The Beavers looking to get something. Trying to get a double play here. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Two balls and no strikes. I think Carson Grout would behoove himself to steal second base here. 
Bull is going to hold on ground. He's got to lead to the cut of the grass. Wiley, the left. Here's the pitch. He stays put. It's a fly ball to center field. Center fielder's underneath Garvin. He continues his flawless play all night long. He flies out to center field for the second out of the inning. Well, if you need a guy they have had a few not spectacular plays in the infield, but the outfield has just been well, we got the left-handed hitting uh, Brody Weber at the plate. Throws over. Two outs. We'll see if they can't get Grout down there to second base, get him in scoring position. Two out base hits has been uh, something they've done every inning this, this game. Here's the pitch. He's running. Ball will strike on the inside. Just... Uh, and into Throw a little bit on the shortstop side down there. He's in the scoring position. No balls and one strike, two outs, runner in scoring position. Any kind of a base hit, and this ball game's over, folks. Ball down the right field line. You just need a base hit, and you're probably going to score ground. He's got a lot of room out to right center. Reed is shaded way over toward the line. Here's the pitch. Foul ball. No balls and a strike. No balls and two strikes. Willie's doing a great job pitching this inning. He's got two. He's induced two flyouts to center field. Trying to continue that streak here, push one across in the fifth, and then things are. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball in between the second baseman and the third baseman. They can't get to it, but. Oh, and Hassel comes in and gets the ball on the edge of the infield. Unbelievable. I can't believe he didn't get a chance to score on that. But another base hit, and the two out base hits continue for the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks as Dylan Henry comes up. Any kind of a hit. Any kind of a hit. Any pass ball. A dribbler. Anything. And they're going to... There's a drive up the middle, and there it is, folks, as Carson Brown crosses the plate, and the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks will move on and face the Durant. And uh, this ball game is over, folks, and so is the season for the Wilton Beavers, but it's been a great season. Uh, they got to play in St. Louis uh, at Bush Stadium. Uh, Wester Drug did a great job. Job. We're going to go ahead and give Colin Miller the game, the player of the game, but uh, we really want to give uh, Blake Schwartz uh, a thumbs up for his defense. Uh, we'll give him the uh, Jen Fagan Neighbors Insurance coverage of the game for an unbelievable catch he made out there, uh, as well as uh, Joe Hall, who really came through uh, with the bases loaded and cleared the whole whole thing, got wound up with the whole enchilada. And the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks have uh, won and advanced. Well, I want to thank uh, Wester Drug for bringing you this game. Uh, and we'll be, uh, we'll be following this playoffs all the way through. Thanks for being with us.